0: I get those goosebumps every time. Yeah. Wolf and Luke Middays, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I get those
1: goosebumps every time. Wolf, I'm legitimately spending every break trying to keep track of all the cuts this year for the Cardinals and then also how different this year's roster is going to be from last year's 53 man roster. like my entire break Uh, but that doesn't matter right now because Drew Stanton is joining us on the Arizona sports line and we got quarterback news from yesterday but it's going to impact the (laughs) the entire Cardinals season Uh, so Drew Stanton a good guy to have on the line right now Drew how you doing
0: I'm doing great thanks how are you guys doing great Drew thanks for joining us buddy
1: of course um let's let's start with yesterday's news that Kyler Murray's going to stay on the pup list into the season for at least the four first four games and then it was probably about 15 minutes after that we find out that Colt McCoy is being let go. So just your initial reaction to that drew that that you know <laughs> the plan was Kyler's the starter and Colt McCoy's the backup and now here we are on August 29th and Kyler's still out and Colt McCoy's not playing or he's not on the team.
2: Yeah, well, you know, plans change. And, and I think the writing was on the wall last week when they made that. You don't make that trade. You don't give up a fifth-round pick unless you have meaningful value that you're able to get in return on the field. And so the familiarity that they had not only with Josh Dobbs and Drew Petzing, but as far as Josh Dobbs' time in Tennessee last year with Monty Austinport, all of those things, I think, played into it. Now you have two weeks to get him prepared to go out and be your week one starter and I think the skill set is going to be more in line to what you're used to seeing with Kyler Murray and what they want to do as they move forward yeah you know on that
0: note right there um what do you know of Joshua Dobbs as a quarterback and what do you expect to see what kind of offense if he, if he's going to be the starter drew
2: yeah I mean i i I, in my mind you remove if. I mean you make that trade because he's a starter. If you felt good enough about Clayton Toon being your starter, you don't make that trade. You don't do that. You don't you don't have to do all those things. Now I know there's strategy and you don't have to name a starter right now, but Josh Dobbs should be your week one starter based on the sample size that we saw and it's impressive, right? Last year he showed up and he started a game within eight days of being in Tennessee and played admirably. You know, they were trying to figure out what they were going to do. He uh He went out there and played some good football. And I think, again, the skill set lets you believe that it's going to be able to go out there and and have some mobility. He's going to be able to make some plays on the run and improvise some stuff because that's what this league has become. And I think he he can pick up Drew Petzing's system. Uh, I believe you were also an aerospace engineer, right, in college? Uh, No, Drew, thank you. Similar. I'm sure it was something very similar, and you got a 4.0 just like him. So. Same type, of, same type of circumstances. He'll be able to pick up the offense. Again, it's a little nuanced. He's been in that system before. I don't know if the verbiage is the exact same, but as you know, most NFL offenses have a lot of carryover and crossover. So they've already been in the same room together. There's familiarity in so many different ways that Josh Dobbs should be your week one starter. if you're saying we're trying to put our best product on the field.
1: We're talking to Drew Stanton. Uh, Drew, you played in this league for you know the better part of it, or, or actually a full decade. Um, if you're Clayton Tune right now, how do you approach this? Because he's already made substantial strides from being a fifth round pick just a few months ago.
2: Yeah, well, I, I think the big thing is, right? It doesn't matter where you get drafted. If you make the 53-man roster, you have a job to do, and you're expected to know your role and do it to the best of your ability. And I think he got progressively better as the games went on, and he got more comfortable. And the live reps are what matter about playing this position, because in practice you're not getting hit, right? You, you have those preseason reps, quarterbacks to be able to get in there and be able to to get a true sense of what it's like, and so. He's gonna, you know, be able to continue to progress and do all these things, and at some point in time, he might be have to, he might have to play, right? You, if you're on that roster, uh, you're expected to be able to go out there. What playing this position's about, uh, or he'll get all of those practice reps. He'll have the luxury of getting on the same page with guys and doing things. Uh, I just don't know if he's quite ready. But again, is anybody ever sure that they're ready to throw somebody out there? regardless if they're a first-round pick, let alone a fifth-round pick.
0: Yeah, what do you think, based on the offense you have seen right now, Drew? I think I know the answer, but you're going to have a much more detailed insight on this than anyone else would have. But when Kyler does come back, what do you think is going to be the biggest adjustment for him based on the offense that you've seen so far?
2: Well, yeah, that was a loaded question because you know what I'm going to say under center because you said you saw the same thing, right? Like that's the beauty of what they're going to ask him to do. Before it was he showed up, he used to be in the shotgun, cliffs he used to be in the shotgun. So why would we go under center, especially when you know they had talked about making changes or trying to get more balance for uh, various reasons? Now they come in and say, no, Kyler, you're going under center. So uh, again, it's just a matter of getting reps, feeling comfortable, but. We saw in the preseason, they want to be able to get multiple tight end sets. They want to be able to move guys around and and gain a strategic advantage in the run game. They want to stay balanced. They want to commit to the run game because that's going to help push the ball down the field and play action. And we'll see some of those things that we saw. Again, Jonathan Gannon and his staff made it very apparent. They were not game planning for teams in preseason games, they were just running their offense. So we got a true sense of who they want to be, right? Second and long, they want to get an empty and spread it out. That's Bread and butter for Kyler, because it opens up running lanes for the quarterback. He gets the ball out of his hand. But first, what they want to do is completely different than anything Kyler has done in his entire life.
0: So, Drew, that was—that's what I was going to follow up on, man. You're—you're you're really, really good, buddy. You are. But I was—I was going <laughs> was to ask you on the offense itself. Do you think everything we've seen in preseason games, everything we've actually seen in practice? This is going to be their offense going forward. You don't think they've, they've hidden anything or disguised anything. You think this is their offense going forward.
2: I think the foundation of their offense is what we saw in preseason games. I'm sure they rep stuff, uh, and we're working on things behind the scenes to be able to add and build off of it because of what you see. But, again, you're seeing a small sample size in a preseason game. You're starting to see them spread out and, and do some different stuff, but again, the commitment to the run game is going to be real. Mm -hmm. The commitment to being able to then push the ball down the field and play action and block it up is going to be real. They want to be able to do these things, and so there's going to be uh, an acclimation phase for Drew Petzing as a first-time play caller, but I think a lot of it is going to be from the standpoint of, okay, we have our base offense, and that's one thing that I felt like was lacking a little bit in the past. Not to harp on that, but when Things aren't going well. When you're out of sync, what is your identity on offense? What can you rely on? What passes can you say, hey, if I call this for Kyler Murray, he's going to find a completion and feel good about it. I don't know that we could have said that the last couple of years. With Drew Petsing, with Jonathan Gannon, I feel confident that will be the case.
1: We're talking to Drew Stanton. Drew, uh, you know, I, I understand the 53 man roster isn't solidified yet, but in terms of what we know at receiver with Hollywood Brown and Rondale Moore and Michael Wilson showing what he's shown and Zach Pascal, uh, you know, from a quarterback's perspective, what do you like about this receiving core?
2: Well, I think it's versatile, but I think it's also just the entire, you know, skill group in general, right? You look at the tight ends, and when you get Zach Ertz back, you know, and you have Trey McBride. The versatility you have at that position, with the running backs, you know, James Conner, the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. You want to take advantage of all of that, and you know, I think where you can gain an advantage just depends on the week. And if you feel good about putting four wide receivers out there, you've got four guys that you're comfortable with that can block, that help out in the run game, and then you can also throw the ball. These are bigger wide receivers than we're accustomed to seeing, but on third down, those guys are going to catch the ball in traffic. They're going to be able to do different things. and So I think it, it's a necessary change for what the league is presenting right now because you have to be able to adapt week to week based off on of defensive coordinators, how multiple they are. You want to be able to have personnel groupings that can take advantage of those weaknesses that you're seeing on defense. And you can go four wide receivers and Michael Wilson, from what I can estimate, had as good a camp as anybody at that wide receiver position.
1: Drew, thanks for the time as always, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, Drew. Always fun to talk with you guys. My pleasure.